0: wait is finally over. J. Cole's album, The Off Season, is here. And of course, we had to do a deep dive on what this means for his career overall um, and all that good music stuff. But more importantly, on the second half, we have to discuss the ongoing genocide being carried out in Palestine. Um, It was was a tough one to discuss, but we hope it at least spreads some awareness of what's occurring and how the the U.S. is responding or not responding, really. Uh, Without further ado, episode 58 of The Trans. episode fifty eight. Alice Kaprinski, Dimitri Williams. The Villa's is back. The real is <laughs> real back. <is> back. <laughs> Flow Flo is bananas. bananas. Flow is really bananas. Peel it. Peel it back. Come on, man. Come. I don't. I don't. I don't have time to do my regular intro because J Cole has dropped another classic. Another one. DJ Khaled meme. Another one. I I mean, Alex and I were just talking about this before we hit the hit the the, the play button or the um the record button rather. And we were like, we, we got to capture this this discussion on the pod. We can't let we can't let any of this seep out and, and be lost in the ether because this album, this this album deserves. And I do not say this often because there's really not a lot of albums that deserve this. This album deserves a deep dive, like a deep, deep dive, because it's 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 really that good. The Offseason by J. Cole. Is really that good?
1: Album of the year?
0: It's it's by. F- I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not even close right now. Just um, I t- I don't, t- I don't know anything else that's on this tier yet. And yeah. we're currently in we're currently in May, so we're almost halfway through, and nothing is even is even in the same stratosphere as this. I don't think. I'm, are we in agreement there?
1: No. This was this was pretty nuts.
0: <laughs> this was this was insane.
1: <laughs> this is pretty nuts.
0: Oh man. It's like it oh, should have seen it, me like
1: running around my house at midnight last night. your <laughs> <where laughs> pods you? so you, in. <laughs> you were
0: the midnight you were on the midnight listen. Oh dude, twelve oh one. Oh wow, yeah. I went to sleep. <laughs> no. None of that I was like, that. I'll just catch it in the AM. But yeah. I, I appreciate that dedication though. People were going crazy on Twitter last night I saw when this dropped. Like as yeah. everyone was kinda of going through and hearing some of the stuff he said. So many NBA players referenced so many like other individuals just that j cole has experienced with reference so it was it was really cool it was it was really cool so so actually where do you want to well, start i'm yeah. getting ahead of myself i'm getting ahead of myself alice kaprinski how was your week let, let's 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 calm down for a second. Let me let me hear about your week because we're about to we're about to go in on this album for like the next probably like thirty forty minutes. So let's let's get all the let's say, get all my the niceties week, out
1: of the way out of yeah, the way. My, week, my week's unimportant I think compared to. Uh... <laughs> it looks like nobody care about my week. Yeah, it was it was it was good though. I'm glad it's over. It was long. You got a little taste of uh, you got a little taste of my week five minutes ago. So. Yeah, Glad it was.
0: Um, I I feel bad for you based on the uh, the little taste that I got of what you've been yeah. going through this past it, week. That's it'll be, that's, it'll that's, be, a, that's it'll a rough it'll,
1: one. It'll be done soon though. I'm taking a couple weeks off in the summer, so I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward I don't to. No,
0: you keep banking on these summer weeks. It's I happening. I feel like you're gonna get. Yeah, finessed. Like you're gonna get finesse. It's <laughs> happening. We got okay.
1: interns. We got interns coming in in the next. Wow! So you can just grimy me them real June. quick. June, yeah. June. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited for the uh for the for the extra support. Of course they're coming in though like right when like things are starting to like cool down a little bit. So they've perfectly timed this so we're gonna have like they're gonna be here during like the peak season of when we don't really do that much stuff. Gang. So I think
0: that was probably purposeful by the business, I would imagine. They don't want interns being like you know responsible for stuff like these these are just interns
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's just because it's how the summer falls right i mean they're in school for whenever we're actually like doing i feel like the bulk of our the bulk of our stuff so it's just like could an intern keep
0: up with with alice kaprinski on his day-to-day grind i don't think so they don't have the heart
1: (laughs) doubtful
0: (laughs) i doubt it (laughs) yo how was your week though other than oh, you, was, you had
1: a day off today so your week was my day than my day <laughs> been good today
0: i will say because yeah. uh having the, the day free to just do whatever i want to do was 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 pretty nice um but overall the week was good the week was long though i will say i'm exhausted <laughs> even with crazy. the 4 day work week yeah. i am still exhausted so looking forward to the weekend looking forward to this pod of course as i always do as the nice way to to hit the decompress button and and flow right into the weekend float flomilly flamilly beef um, shout, out. <laughs> shout out um but yeah it was it was a solid week I, I i cannot complain and to cap off a week with a j cole album i mean i'm blessed you know we all are blessed to, to be experiencing blessed. this Yeah. <laughs> to even be, without the j cole album. <laughs> even without the j cole album no no just with the j cole no i'm kidding yeah. um but uh, you know and i was thinking about this when i was listening to the album itself of how glad I am that you know, because obviously we only we only live a very limited lifespan. The, the human time on Earth is not that long for in the individual. You got like a hundred years if you're lucky at most. Dude. At 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 very most. I'm right? feeling usually, more like
1: seventy, bro.
0: <laughs> bro, okay, you can't be tapping out at seventy. That's 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 not allowed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if if you play your cards right, you'll you'll probably live to about a hundred. Um, but when I um, when I think about the different timelines of you know creative creatives and artists and things like that that you get to experience throughout that you don't get to catch everything obviously you know when you're kind of out of the scene and not really listen to music anymore there's going to be some amazing artists that you're missing out on or some amazing artists that were born before you or that were having their 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 stride before you were. Um, kind of into the genre, and you kind of miss out on, on catching it in the moment. It's one thing to be able to listen to, you know, Biggie, Tupac retroactively after the fact, after they're already, you know, gone. But, you know, for the people who are alive when they were dropping that music, you know, month to month, week to week, year to year, like, that must have been an amazing time to be around. And it's the same experience I got with this J. Cole project of, like, man, I'm glad I was able to witness this, like, actually come down the pipe and drop. And just him as a an artist overall, his entire catalog and, you know, the Kendricks and the Drakes of the world. Like, you know, you, you're in a, a nice generation of music to to have people like that of a top caliber tier to listen to. And, you know, Flo Millie in there as well. So Shout out. Shout out. Um, But with that, man, let's... Let's let's get into this album, the All off season.
1: I got my questions. You got your questions. <laughs> yeah. So big picture, like what was your what was your thematic thematic takeaway? <sighs> okay. Large, Are you like ready? looking looking from the out, like I guess thousand thousand uh, thousand yard 30, above view,
0: thirty thousand foot view. Yes. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. So the off season. Um I think this is his 5th studio album, I want to say. Yeah. Um coming into it and we said this on last week's episode I was like I think it's going to be mixtapey. I think it's going to be more lyrical. I think we hit the 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 nail right on the head there. Got I think it. we were <laughs> exactly correct. Like we were almost in the booth with him. Ooh, maybe Basically. we were. Um <laughs> Yeah, I anymore. was about to say keep him guessing. You'll never know. I'll never tell. Um but very lyrical um not as story driven as a KOD not as story driven as a for your eyes only um, i'd argue maybe not even as driven as a 2014 forest hills drive i feel like this is its no. own beast yep. um like it's 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 definitely a return to form of old j cole sideline story warm up j cole uh, which is at friday night lights as well which is which is what a lot of people enjoy i'm sure uh, especially the old j cole fans from like early 2010s um, and it and it was a return to that type of to, to that type of lyrical delivery, um, in a way, but then there's also an evolution in this project of Same singing, yeah. of melody, of all that type of he has so much more tools in his toolbox now than he did say, you know, ten, twelve years ago. So so many more. It's like not even close. So he's able to take the the warm up sideline story, Friday Night Light recipe and aggression and, and and you know big boy talk from that and then mix it in with amazing production mix it in with all these different tools that he has at his disposal now Um, you know lyricism that is is, is as slick as anyone out there and put together a project that isn't like I said isn't the most story driven but for what it is well from what it's doing from a song to song basis is is incredible and when you think about it Overall, as the, the theme of the album, the off season, right? What do you do in the off season? Because you know, J Cole is all into basketball. He's actually going to play basketball professionally now, which is crazy to even think about. But he's going to be doing that. He's so into basketball. What what do basketball players do in the off season? They get better. They, you you see your Damian Lillers, you see your Hoodie Mellows, you see your LeBron James grinding in the gym. The same things over and over and over and over and over again. And I think that's what this album is. It's these you know techniques and these abilities that he's crafted over a long, long long period of time after tireless effort after many long nights to be able to reach the pinnacle he is in now. And you heard that? I'm not sure if you listened to that L.A. Leakers freestyle he did right before the album dropped. Oh, I did. He's he's on another <laughs> level right now. I mean, he's he's rapping out of his mind. You know, obviously the, the first beat he had already he he has a song on that beat that that kind of sample from '95 or '93 till infinity. I can never remember which which one it is, but he sampled that beat on 2014. I want to say Forest his job. I want to say he did a song on that. So it's a beat he's used to, um, but he he still ran it with new lyrics. He didn't he didn't you know recite or rewatch something he's already done and then you put him on i think it was the mike jones after that yes it was yeah it was was the mike (laughs) jones that they put put him him on after that which is legendary by the way that's a that's a legendary sample um and he just he destroyed it. And I'm like, man, this dude is he's he's in rare form right now. And it's it's so it's it's perfect. You know, that was almost like the preseason game. Right. If we want to keep putting things in basketball terms, he had the the, the offseason, these few years of getting ready, getting better and, and honing his craft. And then he had that the preseason game, the warm up games, if 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 uh, I can be so clever in that freestyle. Now he actually is, he's in the game right now with the release of the album and it's, it's going crazy. Um, And and I think as you listen to the 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 different, um, you know, kind of little sprinkles he has in here, especially on that uh, that track with Dame um, of of where they're just kind of talking about preparation and getting ready and what it takes to kind of do something like this um, and put out. A a piece of art, or or put your abilities on display for the world. How much time and effort has to go into it? J. Cole strikes me as the person who's very meticulous about everything. Very, you know, leaves no stone unturned. And for someone like that to 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 make an album, to sit down and really make an album with that type of mindset is one incredibly exhausting and not easy to do. Now, I mean, a lot of people can't do that. (laughs) You know, uh, to reach this this tier it's 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 not really accomplished by that many people all time and and like i was saying when we before we got started like i'm not sure if i've heard a consecutive 12 songs that's as good as this not from a storytelling perspective and like from a visual uh, storytelling perspective i have to specify that because you know there are albums out there that i think do that better good kid mad city for one i mean that's like probably the best of all time to be honest um And i think that sits at the the top tier in terms of visual storytelling however when it comes to 12 really good and i mean really good (laughs) songs on an album that are immaculately produced in their own right and come together to make one large thematic message you know maybe not going track to track it's kind of bring you through kind of like kod was but instead one large kind of overarching message i'm I I, I, fit five listens in right now, you know, approximately, you know, uh, 20 hours in to the release. He's he's up there. I can't really think of too many people that I can say definitively, you know, beats him handily. It's I I, honestly for me, this is on the tier of damn so far. I would I would put it up there with, with damn. Or at, I was or, at least just
1: about to make the same
0: comparison. At least, right there, it's it's right there with it. If if not on the same, t- it's if it's not the same below. tier, it's a little bit. It's a little below. Yeah. If it's not on the same tier, it's a little below. Which I mean, which almost is kinda, indistinguishable. Which
1: is kind of crazy to think about because that's considered Kendrick's probably weakest, <laughs> weakest album. Listen,
0: Kendrick, Kendrick's from another planet because yeah, when it comes to he can the thing with Kendrick, and I don't want to turn this into a Kendrick podcast, but the thing with Kendrick is that he can do what J Cole was doing here in terms of. You know, just sounding good and then you listen in deeper and you're like oh oh no oh no there was meaning behind that song oh no there was meaning (laughs) um and that's that's a that's a whole different that's that's a that's kind of a different tier to be honest um but at the same time my opinion may change like i said this album is, is it's right there it is really right there and you heard a lot of you heard a lot of similarities between damn on this too. It, it's kind of eerie. Like the, the melodic singing in the background on that last song is what you had on a few songs from damn. I think it's actually the same individual. I want to say Bakan or Rakan, someone like that who was on, um, Kendrick's damn doing those vocals. Uh, um, I might've, yeah, it might've been Zakari. He, it sounds very similar. It sounds very, very similar. Um, you know a few features here and there which is kind of like blockbuster names of course um kendrick had rihanna um and you know it's a kind of counter um you j too. cole has little baby <laughs> and, and you too um ken uh, or cole has 21 savage and little little baby and it's like okay so you have kind of like your your hits quote unquote on there um really good sampling of course and then a few kind of storytelling you know kendrick had duckworth um and, you know, it's an amazing track. And, you know, Cole had Hunger on the Hillside, I think was great for storytelling. My Life, I think was great for storytelling as well. Um, even, oh God, I'm blanking on it now. I think it was the third song in, I can't remember the name, I need to pull up the track. Me, but yeah. it's, it's a lot of similarities. It's a lot of similarities. So circling back to J. Cole, because, you know, he's the focus here. It, it, was, it, it was really good. And I think the message it kind of put across is both motivational and, and just interesting you know to kind of see pull back the curtain and see the artistic um effort that he puts into things i will say that's where he did beat kendrick out on because i think um in terms of in, in terms of the albums i think kendrick was more thought-provoking and i think if you take it if you I, I need to dive into the album more to be honest but if you if you take it at its um it's it's kind of face value meaning um, it is deep and it, it does have those ties, but it, it, it oftentimes Kendrick's music doesn't necessarily, um le- it leaves me pondering, you know, like it kind of leaves you in a very thoughtful kind of mood. You're just sitting there thinking about life and you're just like, man, there's good and there's bad. And, and you're just, you kind of just go like you, you kind of just go off into the space, which may be crazy in its own right, to be honest. But with this J. Cole project and especially the way he ended it on Hunger on the Hillside, I felt you it felt energized almost it felt like this is what you're going to put on when you're in the gym and you really need something to kind of pick you up or when you're having a down day and you really need something to kind of bring you out of the dirt a little bit it's that's that almost type of backpack wrap style and i hate to use that word but it's almost that level um in the way that it's kind of motivating and and inspiring and and pushing you forward and i think it's perfect for J Cole because I think his his career has been very similar to a it's like a sports player, like an NBA star, a, bas- uh, a basketball player, a football player. Um, you know, just just his rise and the grind and and, and going through it. It's it's been very synonymous um, with that lifestyle. So, you know, that's what I have to start at least. That's my thirty thousand foot view. I know that was a little long winded, but um, when I'm thinking of it, just overall, those were a lot of the thoughts. I actually went back and listened to Damn because I thought it was so similar to this album and I was like wow this is like did creepy. You? I did. Um I am not sure if I agree that Dam is his weakest uh his weakest project by the way. Dam is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like I would put it over overly dedicated for sure. Um oh. As well as Section 80. I think I'm putting it over both of those. The, Section get 80 into, is kind
1: of a cult classic, man.
0: Section 80 is, is Section 80 is ridiculous. But you get into trouble when you start to touch on, like, To Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid Mad City. Now you're talking about all-time, like, greatest albums. And it's like, is it better than those? I don't know. So, I had to get a <laughs> water break in there. That's that's my that's that's where I'm coming from it uh from.
1: I don't have much to add, man. I feel like
0: No, I, I need to hear your opinions. Give me give me when you when you <sighs> went through this. How did you feel
1: you twelve o'clock? I a lot That's um, hey what I do. <laughs> how did I feel at twelve o'clock? I think I mean track one was
0: <laughs> Cameron and Little John.
1: Yeah, I mean track one was crazy. Uh how would I feel? I think I mean, I think it was really good. My expectations were very high, so it was. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it kind of at least hit those, if not exceeded. Uh, he did a lot of interesting stuff on this thing too. He did a lot of whether it be melodically singing. There was a lot of I don't know, a lot of 2021 type influence, 2020 type influence on this on this album, which I thought he did a really good job. I don't know if Cole does this just to like show people that he's that good or he wants to but yeah i think well especially on this kind of album right a lot i feel like a lot of it was kind of a flexing type mixtape project which like you said it's an evil it's like a bulbasaur to a venusaur of like uh 2010 right did my man just make a pokemon reference (laughs) shout out (laughs) It's like he went from a Charmander to a Charmeleon. Exactly though, right? <laughs> same He's content. He's a Charizard right now though, for sure. Same content, same structure. Completely different energy, lyricism, and production though. I don't know. It's like much. It's literally like maturity. Like it's watching somebody grow from like a kid to in like a grown ass man. This is like Mr. Nice Watch on crack as far mm. as like the type of music it is. Super braggadocious for some of it, and then for some of it it wasn't. But mm-hmm. I think uh, I don't know this album was it was good. I mean, I'm gonna be picky. I kind of some of the tracks I wish there were additional features on, like I could hear really? other artists, yeah, come in and I thought it would be I thought it would be interesting, but you know Cole does his Cole does his thing. I think Hendrick does that really well, which makes his albums super super interesting, but mm. I can't i can't I can't complain here. I mean this was like a rapper's like this was like a rappers type album like it was just it was very a masterclass yeah i mean it was very like traditional hip hop in a lot of places and that so which i thought was interesting but at the same time it kind of had a little bit of for everybody though right because there were also some tracks on here that were not so traditional necessarily and there was a little bit more kind of like i said 2021 type haze in the word mumble rap influence but i think there was a little bit of that there as well on some of these songs so it was kind of a it was an interesting combination i would say but like you said production was incredible lyrics were ridiculous throughout the i don't think you can occasionally catch Cole drop like a corny lyric in a lot of his projects i don't think there was anything here that was like that whatsoever sounded incredibly refined this is obviously something he's been working on for a long time and this is the final project Consistency enough across the production. Timbaland had a couple tracks on here. T-Minus produced a couple tracks that were incredible. So, I mean, overall, really, really good, like we talked about before. Um, Just high-quality, high-quality music. I kind of hope this leads into something that we're not getting another three-year hiatus, though, right? I feel like this feels like a prelude to something bigger, which... I also am kind I, agree. Of I completely about. agree with that. Yeah, this feels like this feels like an outlet pass that's leading to like a transition bucket, which I don't know when that's going to come, but when it does, I feel like that's going to kind of even be an evolution of what this is. Cuz like you said, I think it did have a very mixtape feel, which is good, but I kind of want an album now. If that makes sense. Like, this is leaving me wanting, like, an actual project. Like, this is really good in its own mm-hmm. respect. For what it which, was. Which is great, yeah, yeah. But I don't think... Uh, it's just a different level of artistry if you can string songs together in a way that actually puts it into, like, an album. Which he did on K.O.D., which he did on uh For Your Eyes Only. Like, it's just a different it's just a different tier i think like this is incredible for the tier that it's on but i don't think from an artistic perspective it's as ambitious as he's going to be in the future is my take and that's nothing that's nothing against what he did cuz clearly this was purposeful he wanted to make something like this which is great but i think i think there's more to come in the future
0: i agree i think um I think there's another level that this could be ratcheted up to be honest with you and I think what and like you're saying that was a perfect um, analogy bringing it back to basketball it was like an outlet pass of this is this is kind of setting up for you know the true show um and in a way I think this is almost this is the this is the best that an album like this can sound 100 percent. if that makes any sense this is peak um, of what this exactly is. it's it's peak of what it is but there there's other things that can be done that are better than this if Correct. if that makes any sense like let's say if we talk about it in tiers, like if this is tier two this is the highest that tier two can possibly go this yes, is like that's this, we have, it doesn't we get any better out. than this yeah. you've maxed out tier two but there is a tier 1 that is just on a higher tier overall that you can there's room to grow there. And that's, and that's why I feel about this. This yeah. this I, and go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, 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 I cut you off, but that's kind of like the thing. Like I kind of wish like I do understand this and I understand why he wants to do this, but I kind of wish for the rest of his career we could just get like the tier 1 material. We have two left. I know we, we do. We do have two left. <laughs> but Mixtapes are I don't want to even call this a mixtape because I don't think it's mixed oh, up a mixtape. Mix no. Yeah, it's not a mixtape for sure. Um stuff like this is cool, but I think when you're I don't know. I think when you're an artist of his All like, time great. stature. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. It just it, it leaves me kind of like like I think I think there's another level, like you're saying, and I'm interested to see where that is, but it could be purposeful. I think he may have planted the seed and now it's no just sesame. gonna be yeah no, <laughs> Nice, and now it's just gonna be a uh, a transition to what's next, which I mean, shout out.
0: I I I completely agree. I think I don't know. It's like, and I I don't even want to call it. I and I'm I'm thinking what I was saying, and it makes sense what I said, but I want to call it tier two because even. It's tier one it's still. it's it's still really amazing to be honest. Yeah. It's just literally the only thing this didn't have. It had in spots was the cohesion between songs of like, okay, this is an album that's truly connected. Yeah. Ninety Five South isn't really connected to you know my life and hunger on the hillside and, and those songs it's kind of just it was an intro track that kind of was like it's it was an intro track without being called an intro track really he called it 95 yeah. south but it really should have just been intro like everyone else calls their first song that's yeah. kind of like the hype up song
1: um would have been hard if he had cam narrate the album
0: oh my goodness that would <laughs> be ridiculous um that would have really been a mixtape feel for sure yeah um but like that 21 savage song um with Murray that's not truly you know, it's, it's not truly that storytelling kind of meaning behind it. There is an underlying meaning, but it's that's the same meaning that you have through all, throughout all J. Cole songs, that he's an underdog, that he comes from this place, that this is what he always wanted right. to do. That's that's a meaning that's always been there, you know, like that's always going to be kind of his style and what he's talking about. So it's kind of like baseline there. Um, but and the thing that makes K.O.D, and K.O.D still, might be my favorite project after this just because of what it meant and it was so ambitious it was like we've never it was it was so out of left field like why is cole making like kids on drugs king overdose like he's never talked about any of these things before and then he drops this album which is like a complete just like mind flip of anything we've had before and it was so artistic and it was so I, it was so deep in its in its messages. It was like, man, this is crazy. Like this is this is this is like without this is like unlike anything we've heard before. Was did you it say you like this?
1: No. W- did you say you like this one more than Kod? Was that what no, you no? Vice versa. Vice versa. Oh, uh, okay. I was got saying it, got I got still
0: it. think Kod is my favorite, um, because of just how ambitious it was. To your point right. of earlier, like when you're going for something that high and so so detached from what you usually talk about, it's right. it's kind of crazy. Um, and I think that's what this album missed out on. It didn't necessarily ha- have the full storytelling throughout it um, that can kind of relate the tracks um, together. It didn't necessarily have the visuals and the visual storytelling that kind of um, when you can kind of close your eyes, you can see all the lyrics. A lot of the songs did have that, but yes. it didn't have it in a in an overarching way that made it an album album um, kind of kind of way. It's it's very it's like I'm splitting hairs here. I am, that's what I but mean, at the same time, like when you you have to when you get to a level like this there is a difference there's a difference between this and good kid mad city there's a difference between this and damn and and that is the difference right there like that cohesion and that that true um you know unity to really make it into an an album that that really feels like such is what this was missing but on every other tier possible that you can even debate rap music on it's a 10. it's a 10 in all of those categories except that
1: one I do feel like I've heard this before from him too, which is the other thing. I do feel like I've heard this from him before too, which is which is the other thing. I don't know if this was as ambitious per se as as it could have been, and I'm not saying that it's bad because what he does is incredible. But I feel like I don't know. We've heard this. We've heard this content before. We've heard Mm -hmm. kind of this this style even even some of the new stuff like the 20 like i don't know some of these like melodic like young thug type flows we've heard him do that on the london Mm -hmm. before so it's not like i don't think there's any he's not recreating the wheel on this album or Mm mixtape or project by any means but what i don't know the status quo is so good that it's like like you said it it's very nitpicky to even try and like pick put small holes in this Mm -hmm. album but i think I think there are, are some, and it's just because he's probably one of the five greatest artists of at least our generation. So I think you have right. to be a little more particular when you talk about stuff like this.
0: I agree. And now, when I'm thinking about it, you know, if we say this album was the off season, right? This is all the preparation, this is everything that has gotten to him to this point. We haven't seen the regular season yet. That's right? what we I mean, seen, right? We, we haven't seen the payoff. So. I think this album and this is why I keep for what it is and for what it's trying to do, and if you relate it back to its meaning and how it's yes. supposed to fit in with J. Cole's overall
1: discography. Discography,
0: yeah. it's a ten. It's a it ten works. out of ten, bar none. That's what it is. But if we're gonna stack this up next to his other projects and other great albums out there, it it doesn't quite it doesn't quite punch through to the very top. It's not quite there. It's in the upper echelon for sure. I mean, it's better than 99.9% be too- <laughs> of things that are out yeah, there. Yeah, this
1: might be his second. I mean, this might be two or three in all honesty. I think it's,
0: I think it's two or three as well. Um i have to give it a few more listens to see if it's over um
1: I mean, even Born, Born center. I love good. Born. I was going to say Born
0: center. <laughs> Born center is kind of ridiculous. I don't know. We're going to see. We'll we'll see. But either way, um it's 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 really high up there. God, man, I'm thinking about Born Sinner has some good production too, like Forbidden Fruit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. And that trip. was 2013. That yeah. was 2013. He released that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this dude's insane. But um, yeah. In in terms of that, if this is the off season and we're we're gonna see a kind of the fruits of his labor, and it's a boy and and fall off. I really hope it's a boy is a full album too, and not like a single. <laughs> that better be I'm a gonna, I better be a project. I I hope it's a project and it's not just like you know, uh, you know, a two song pack that he wanted to release for a long
1: time, and now he finally did it. Um, I will say, do you feel? Did this feel like three years worth of work to you? That was my other question. No.
0: This yeah. didn't feel like three years worth of work, That's but what right. he, I think what he's saying is throughout all those projects he was doing, he was building up to this point, whether he yeah. knew it or not. Not but necessarily that, you know, track 11 I made four years ago and right. I've been tweaking it since. Right, 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 right. I think it's more of I've been tweaking my skills for years and this was years in the making in that regard, because truthfully, yeah. you know, this was amazing, but it wasn't three years. Wait. Amazing. To, you know what I mean? That's so. why
1: I feel like we could be getting something back to back. This feels like a supplemental type. I, I completely agree. Type I completely album. Agree. Yeah, like this feels like it literally feels like a like I hate it. it's corny like corny saying. Yeah, corny saying transition, but it feels like a transition to something greater. Which I agree. I agree. I think
0: coming. this is this is a setup album, um, yeah.
1: which is crazy because this if this is a setup, setup album out. to That's something
0: better. Yeah, this is the greatest setup album of all time, bar right. none. Bar none. I don't even have to. I don't even have to second guess that because I people think, don't release albums yeah. this good in preparation for something else. This is the best they can do. Right. But if he's taking it to another level with this, oh, he's off the charts. Yeah,
1: but he <laughs> yeah. does do that. I think though, right? I think he's probably. At least from what it looks like, he has planned out his discography very, very meticulously. has. So yes he might
0: features return of the dreamers yeah,
1: 3 for all we know have basically a setup project like this like it makes sense i think within his like grand plan as far as what he's looking to do for the rest of his career like and i don't think you you i don't think you can necessarily drop like grandiose to pimp a butterfly good kid mad city no. kids on drugs type albums all the time and that's the thing like that is i don't know these are Kendrick like Kendrick does well Kendrick's god probably (laughs) sacrilegious but I was gonna say Kendrick has like three four of those yeah those should be in theory like once in a generation once in a discography type albums so I don't know my expectations are probably too high if I'm gonna be honest with you so Mm, I mean
0: I don't think they're too high because I think he can reach them um truthfully but that's the thing i don't think he was attempting to go for no, what we agreed yeah like he's he was going for something else and for what he was going for he hit it and then Ten. you know like destroyed Ten. it um Ten. but now like and this is it's funny because i had the same level of disappointment when i heard that this was going to be the off season instead of the fall off and that's I was what like, you wait. said right yeah. yeah i was like wait i thought we were getting the fall off and that was it like i thought this was like the big coup de grace but no actually there was three albums and this is kind of the first of three um if it's a boy is actually going to be an album um, so I was like, oh man, like that's kind of that's that's kind of interesting And then we also even have to think that you know the the off season if it's like a three if it's a if it's like a three pronged exit, this is the first core basically, then you right. still have another album and then the fall off to, so it's like those two could be classics. And then that completely flips the argument because now he has three, four that are on that upper ech- echelon level, and now it's like, okay, well now I just
1: I think, don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> I think this is kind of a classic, man. It, it Which, is like reverting is. back from my takes of about no, five minutes ago. but it's, ago, it's like but... there's
0: levels to classics, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say, I would say, um, oh god, I would say a few of Jay Z's albums are are classics probably most of them more than not honestly are probably classics just because of who he is right but i would still say i mean i would still say most of kendrick's discography is better than jay Jay jay-z's discography you know what i mean in terms like they're they're all classics across the board but it's like has jay-z really done anything like good kid mad city no. I, I don't think so. But all yeah. Jay-Z stuff are classics though, right? They're all amazing. Of course, we yeah. agree on that, but it's it's levels to it. And this is a classic. I think this is I, this is going to age great, I want to say. And that's one thing I do want to uh, kind of pat it on the back for that this is I think this is going to sound good now and 4 years from now. It's still going to sound amazing.
1: 40 years from now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, honestly. Um and and to your point, I think it's very updated. Um you know, he didn't kind of get stuck on his own ego in a way and and let it stop him from bringing in other producers and other artists and it sounds very current and it has a lot of what current music is is great for in terms of the, the melody in terms of um you know the background vocals like you heard on a few of those songs you know it, it has all that um and it's amazing you know it's 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 really good but it leaves me wanting more and maybe that's what i think it was it was there to do the purpose, so yeah I, th- I think it was purposeful. But now I'm like, damn, when is he going to drop, you know, the next thing? Honestly, because it's like now I'm like I want him to do like a like a back to back to back drop and just disappear. <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't mind if we got It's a Boy next year or something like that. Like, that would be insane. Like three months. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, if, if you're thinking of the timeline here, um, I'm sure Rona obviously like threw things off a bit. But I mean. He did his features, that was kind of like 2017 ish area, 2018, 2019 ish area. Um he got returned the Dreamers 3 out, that was in 2019, the off season, 2021. Maybe the off season was supposed to be 2020, possibly, you know, maybe maybe it was delayed a little bit. It's a boy very well could be coming next year, you know, and the fall off could be after that. I mean, he is 36. You know, he only has so much time left. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be forty years old still dropping albums. I think that's a little excessive. Um I think this is just about the time where people hang it up, to be honest.
1: Nas um, is still going strong.
0: True. But even like nothing Nas has made will ever touch Illmatic, I don't think. You know, that's like like that was that was the that was the coup de gras. He releases stuff now that's still amazing, but you know, for the most part, I think he's bookended. Like what he like- released with um king's disease i think that was more of like a general like album that i'm putting out like you know this is this is a project that i wanted to get out to you guys but that isn't supposed to be like his magnum Uh, opus you know what i I mean
1: no i feel like cole's the opposite though this feels like an age like fine wine scenario versus a nas maybe because he's been getting like his trajectory has been going up right like i don't think we've I completely agree i don't feel like we've plateaued in any way so i feel like this could be when he's 45 we could even get (laughs) We could even get like a classic project.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't but
1: know. The, there's nothing to show that that trend is like. Like I feel like every project he's made has has con. Ooh, what's the word? Sequentially, thank you. Gotten, gotten better. Like mm-hmm. as kind of the timeline has moved on. Like I don't think we've really like hit a road bump there. So until proven otherwise, I'm kind of working under the impression that he's going to get older. He's going to get smarter. He's going to bring more talent How around much him. much older though i don't know i feel like he could drop he could drop i feel like when he's 45 he would have a view on the world that i want to hear about when he's 50 i'd he'd have a view on the world that i want to hear about i
0: mean i feel like if the if he does do that it's going to be more of a comeback type scenario rather than a plan great right.
1: i mean that really works with the uh with the theme too well Fuck. yeah
0: <laughs> that's a comeback right that would be crazy That would, that's insane he's really set this up like a movie honestly which is really dope um, I don't think anyone else's overall discography has this much kind of like hype between songs almost and, and co- interconnectedness, it feels like. Like, yeah. wow, this is the culmination all the way back from the warm up days, you know, from Friday Night Lights days. You know, m- a lot of people don't really have callbacks, you know, to, no. to projects they did 13 years ago, 12 years ago. That's like that's kind of ridiculous now. To, so I have to give him props for that. But I feel like he's talking about leaving the rap game so much. It's almost like he wants to. Like he wants to hit his peak. He wants to hit his pinnacle. And listening to the documentary is like, you know, I want to make sure I didn't, you know, leave any stone unturned. I want to make sure I kind of did this to the full limit I possibly can. And then only then can you know that, okay, I've done all I can and now I can leave peacefully. Almost like a Kobe Bryant situation. Like, you know, he goes out and he scores 60 points in his last game. You know, he ends on a high note. He gave, he gave the game every single shred of everything that he had, and no one can say otherwise. And then he just left. And, like, when Kobe retired, there was no chance of him coming back, right? Like, he was very kind of ironclad and like, no, I'm done. Like, I gave it everything I could, you know, and I did it for 20 years, and that's it. I feel like Cole – I don't know. Just my personal feeling, I feel like this. that's the direction he's heading in because he just keeps – like, he's been hyping up the fall-off since 2017. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 2017, 2018 and and now you know i don't know i don't know this guy's unpredictable so so you might be right as I, I, I talk about it more but i'm like it is j cole though so he could do some some crazy like unexpected stuff like that
1: I, he I don't might know. leave for 10 years and then give us another project though He I would also be the type like...
0: he he has a kid now too so that's the maybe thing. two yeah one or two i don't know
1: i think yeah, he has I a can... daughter and a son yeah, I can see him taking a hiatus for, like, seven years and then coming back and doing something, too.
0: I could. I could also see him just dropping music when he wants to. Or you know? Yeah, like, forever. Yeah. Like, just, oh, okay. Like, all of a sudden, I kind of wanted to, to you know, had the urge to, to, to put together a few songs about how I've been feeling recently. Just going to drop it for you guys. Um, and obviously, he's going to be running Dreamville into, you know, the, the forever and bringing on new artists and, and things like that. So he's always going to be around doing something. Um I don't know. It's 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 an interesting it's an interesting conundrum. I can't say one way or the other. But if I had to say, most likely, I think I think when he hits this fall off and and completes kind of this uh, trifecta here, Cycle, I think he's yeah. going to be done primarily for the most part. Maybe something down the road, but it's it's kind of bookended. Someone similar is like like when's the next time Kendrick's going to drop something? Like it could be over for Kendrick. He like could we be might gone we, for this, forever. It could be very possible that we're not getting any more music from him, and that's just it. And I would be like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, I can't really complain.
1: I think we might get one more. I don't think he's gonna go out on damn. I think we're gonna get one more storybook kind of album. Go out on
0: damn, to be honest. Yeah,
1: <laughs> one more, one more storybook I think he
0: Should have went out on Good Kid, Mad City. Just, just, just end it right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's done yet. I think
1: at least one, one more.
0: But I think with the thing that makes it tough for. Um, for 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 Kendrick is like he doesn't he doesn't even talk about anything that possibly could be coming in the future. Not like I'm working on something or you know, you know a- anything. You know it's just completely silent, and he's then an the album best, comes now. out. Well, he'll drop. It's like very har- it's very uh, weird. Yeah. So drop, I don't know. Like you're, he
1: he could be gone forever, or he could drop tomorrow. Yeah, he's gonna drop the heart part five at some point, and then we're gonna get a project, and it's gonna be it's gonna be insane.
0: Oh, my goodness. Someone was actually speculating on that, though. But there it's something like there's only four chambers to a heart in terms of, like, the actual body. So, it's, like, it's just the four parts and it's over. Which could be crazy if that's actually the way he did that. But I don't wow. know. I don't know. I might have just broke Alex's God heart. Damn. <laughs> it might be over, bro. I'm telling you. Because Damn came out. Damn came out, what, 2018?
1: 2017? Yes. Seventeen which one is it let me i'm um, fact checking 20 2017 four years Dude, ago tw-
0: that's four years ago now it's 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 getting old you it's know like what i cool, mean if 2022 yeah. comes around and it's been five years since you heard something from it could be curtains it could be curtains, <laughs> it could be curtains for it
1: bro i went on that tour so i'm not mad if, if wow. he goes if he goes he goes <laughs> that's I that's expect- a good tour to
0: go out on damn I had some crazy songs on there man honestly like going back and looking through that like Whew, my goodness. It's insane. Um, but yeah, overall off-season, if I even have to say it, it's a 10 out of 10. 10. It's, well, I, no. I don't know. Oh, oh. Alex, Alex with the with the late 11th hour walk back. What no. are you rating this then? <laughs> 9.7.
1: Wow, you're shiesty as hell. Okay, nine point
0: seven from the Russian judge. There's gotta be. There's
1: there's gotta be room for if this can't be peak. There's gotta be room for something. But for what he's going for, it doesn't get better than this. Yeah, nine point seven. Wow. Okay, this guy,
0: this guy over here. You you're only two listens in. I'll excuse that blasphemy. Once you get to listen five, I think you're you're going to be changing your tune. (laughs)
1: <laughs> nothing nothing is a 10 i don't know i don't think you i can don't get know a 10. good kid mad city that 10. well that's a 10 <laughs> this was not good kid mad city though no
0: it wasn't and i do not level. say
1: that disrespect i do not say that disrespectfully are you are, but, you are you disrespecting cole right now i would never he's my favorite rapper oh i don't know that's
0: okay not, not, i've died 9.7, I've, 9.7 I've died on is, that
1: hill for a while for,
0: I've I've lived on this hill. Yeah, nine point seven is, is solid as well. I, I'll give it the ten. I think that I think this album has no gaps. Um, if it it's was supposed perfect. to be something else, then it, yes, it would. But I think this is what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a build up. It was supposed to be a bookend to his warm up, old school J Cole self. Um, and now I think we're gonna get the true evolution that has the storytelling aspect, that has you know the cohesion, that has the the classic album feel to it um you know and and kind of continue the storyline that way and who knows what topic he's gonna he's gonna tackle because i think the off season kind of wraps everything up in terms of i've made it to where i want to be i'm i'm happy with with where i am and you know you can't really take that away from me so is he gonna do is he gonna go completely left field with another kod-esque album and and kind of you know talk about just a, a topic that really is close to him born center kind of like air who knows um i really don't know what these next few albums are going to be about topic wise so we're we're going to see but i think he's 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 maxed out the big boy braggadocious like type of talk that's done that's over with like we we can we can there's enough of those songs in existence now this album is the best that we'll ever get most likely you can't really beat this to be honest um in terms of that type of delivery um, put M's on your head now you Luigi's brother come on man come on like there's you, it doesn't get any better than that so this next thing has to be straight it has to be it has it has, to, it has to it has to it has to do some crazy stuff to be honest with you this this next album has so much pressure on it like it's 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 significantly more pressurized than the off season was I'll be honest um the off season no one was really expecting no one kind. i mean his his last album kod didn't really build this up it builded up the fall off so it was kind of like oh this is a different project like you know was this going to be kind of um and it was amazing but this next one has has got to be a slapper because he can't pull he can't do like an off season. <laughs> it's got to be a slapper because he can't do like an off season two you know what i mean like he can't do that he can't do like something in the same vein again the next two have to be kod good kid mad city to pimp a butterfly level which is listen to me I don't, I don't i'm not sure if he has it in him to be honest because those type of albums don't just like come out like those like those are all-time great things pause um so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see if he can accomplish that but i'm gonna keep my rating I, I i put this one at a 10. i'm gonna listen to hunger on the hillside as soon as we we finish this podcast who man 9.7 the real is back. Did you watch that video I sent you? By the way, of um, which uh, it was the RDC World video of the the guys. Oh, who I watched do... that
1: during work tonight. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> Did you like...
0: uh, that was that that was funny. That 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 was funny. <laughs> I thought that, I love that, that they drop videos. I love that they drop videos. Um, when he when he releases the music, I'm like, man, you're just you're you're, you're going. You're, you're, I want you're a full
1: going. I want a full seven minute video at some point. I hope they're kind of like got that in the works.
0: I was gonna say that would be kind of dope too honestly I would yeah that. all right so with that let us transition to the second half of the show where unfortunately we have to be super depressing and sad because as amazing as this week was in terms of a music perspective and next week actually we're gonna have a pretty good episode because we got to talk Nicki minaj we got to talk about a few things that dropped today that that just got completely overshadowed by um Jermaine cole's album Jermaine um but unfortunately at the backdrop of all this even though this was a a a great week for for music head or hip-hop heads there was atrocities taking place in another area of the world which there always is right like as as amazing as our days or lives may be at any given moment in time it's like always something terrible happening somewhere else which is kind of a sad thought but that's where we that's where we are um and D do you do you want to start this one off? Should I You're start gonna it off? have to
1: educate me on this a little oh, bit. Oh really? Actually. Okay. Yeah, Fair I enough. have no been, I have been uh knees deep in the spreadsheets knees. this week and have not really watched uh a whole Fair lot enough. of news. I've seen a lot of uh kind of like Instagram stories and such. Yes. But
0: a lot of kinda like mini posts about it. Um but I like I had to and to your point, like I had to go um I had to go and and kind of do my own like independent research um and to 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 kind of get everything get all the facts straight and understand what's going on here. But from what I understand, this is insane. Um so so let's dive into this. So um I don't understand the long-standing history between Israel and Palestine. I really don't to be quite honest. Um but I do understand that there's always been tension. There's always been um, hate on the part of, uh, from what I understand, hate on the part of the is- Israelis toward the Palestinians um, because they're, they're just in such close proximity. And this is the and and I want to get this out first because I don't want to get lost. There's so much like cultural significance in that area of the world. And it's so many very independent cultures like squished very close to each other. I feel like tensions are just always flaring down there and they will always flare because it's always such a long standing history of, you know, 200 years ago, you did this or 1500 years ago, my people did this and your people did this to them. And there's just always going to be hate there because I I think it's like you're almost born into this culture that's so proud and so rich. And I think part of that culture oftentimes is this hating on other cultures. And, and, you know, no, we don't mix with those people over there. Are you kidding me? Those are X, Y and Z individuals. And that ex- extends to the to, to outside of Israel and uh palestine i'm talking about like you know afghanistan versus iran and you know saudi arabia versus x y and z it just feels like that area of the world is always um embroiled in 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 turmoil um and then you can go into other areas of the world too like Herzegovania and like all types of other you know conflicts but yeah it's it's i feel like the world is just always at war right but anyway so to my understanding there's a palestinian neighborhood sheikh jarrah um, in Jerusalem, that is it's it's been inhabited by Palestinians. Right. They were kicked out of a different area and kind of forced into a smaller area. Like they kind of keep getting reduced in terms of the size um, of land that they have to, to themselves. Um, and Sheikh Jarrah, I think because there was there was some type of legal battle over the true ownership of this this neighborhood of who deserves to live there, whose land is it truly. Um, like these are the type of debates that they're having right now in 2021, right? Like land battles. You don't really see that like happening in other areas of the world. You know what I mean? Like we aren't like trying to muscle like, you know- um, Virginia. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're not trying to muscle Canada and be like, oh no, like this is our part. You know, like, I, I feel like this is the type of battles that you see in, in those areas of the world. And that's why it's so fierce. Cause they're like, no, we're battling for territory, like resources, all that type of stuff. Um, and, you know, these countries don't have the same infrastructure as, you know, a, a U.S., Canada, whatever. Um, so, so this stuff is really important. You know, they're still kind of developing and, and, and kind of setting out territories, you know, every year it feels like. Um, so there's a legal battle over who is the rightful owner of this area um, that I'm assuming is kind of bordering both places. Um, so So it's kind of, you know, it's like a turf war going on. And ultimately, I think the the decision was is still pending. I'm not sure if courts have ruled, but is um, Israel I think escalated it by um, c- just continuously pressing the Palestinians and, and and microaggressions and things like that. And then when the, I think this group Hamas um, reacted to it. Um, and you know, kind of push back on the Palestinian side. Then Israel just said, "Okay, that was the excuse I was looking for. Let's bomb them." You know, and I mean, took it up to like ten. You know, basically launching a full-out war against these people who are not armed, who are not equipped for this type of battle. Obviously, Israel is kind of the aggressor and more powerful um, party in here. Um, so you know, you're talking about you know evicting people from their homes, forcefully bombing people out of their homes, leveling. You know, uh, buildings to, to, to get these people to leave or die. Basically, it's either leave or die at this point, um, you know, smoking them out of their church. Al- Al- in I think it's Alaska Mosque or, or something like that. I, I'm never able to pronounce certain words correctly, but um, it was it was a certain mosque that's, you know, one of the sacred, most sacred places in the world. Um, that that Israelites, you know, invaded and, and brutalized people in. And, you know, this has been going on for weeks now and it's leaving hundreds injured, dozens dead, you know, men, women, children, whoever indiscriminately because these attacks are just, I mean, they're just like literally just straight up like war World War II style launching missiles into areas with civilians. Like that's where we're at right now. Um, and for overall, that's my understanding of the situation. Um, Palestinians are being brutalized over land that, kind of is theirs and Israel thinks is is theirs instead but I mean if you're really going back further and further and further it's probably Palestine's in the first place aka why they live there um and and you know even if it was going to be a battle over land it, it shouldn't be done this way of you know killing innocent civilians like literally that's what Israel is doing right now they're killing innocent civilians and it's just to me, so now let's kind of shift to my kind of opinion about it. Um, well, actually, let me let me pause for a second. Let me let me let you interject. What do you from kind of the stage I just set? What are you? What are your thoughts on kind of what you've seen? Because you're seeing on social media and like these atrocities are going on. Like, just just what was your reaction to it? I guess. I
1: mean, it sounds like there's only one answer, right? Mm, yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like, oh, I don't the middle east is so complicated i don't it is i i it don't really know is. i don't know nearly enough as i should from what very little i That's do it's a long standing history though i like
0: you would have, kind of have to dedicate your life to really know like what's going on for real
1: yeah <laughs> no but from what i do know i think israel has historically kind of brutalized palestine so this is not Anything new or anything that should just be on people's radars now, Mm. I think. At least from my understanding, these kind of actions and these kind of activities have been going on for a very, very, very long time at this point. And I don't know. It's, It's one of those things that I feel like, I feel like, I feel like... I don't even I don't even know what to say because it's like it just can't I don't know how you get something like this to stop which is I think the hard question here right and then what role does the US play in in a conflict like this and kind of what should their what should their role be I don't know but I don't know enough to uh to comment unfortunately I want to come back next week kind of after having read a little bit more and being able to figure out A little bit more to kind of give a slightly more educated answer so I'm not speculating on on stuff that I'm not completely sure about but whenever there's civilians and children that are dead I mean there's there's no excuse really regardless of what the actual conflict is
0: it's it's kind of crazy and I like you're saying I don't think there's going to be an end to this kind of like battle to be honest i'm not really sure how you yeah yeah you know what i mean hundreds of years this has kind of been going on type of deal from what i'm to understand so i'm not sure how you probably i'm not sure how you you break out of that and you know stop this from happening um and palestine's not really backing down in terms of like okay well let's like move or anything like you can't move a country you know what i mean or like be just completely um refugeed other in other places i mean a lot of people are refugee because of these these attacks now you know they're just being forced into smaller spaces so there's not enough housing and land to go around um i feel like it's gonna like some like i don't know is it going to come down to you know the other countries, other much larger countries, well-equipped countries, coming in and being like, "All right, stop it." You know what I mean? Like, it, it, do we have to? Do, does someone have to play world police here, or what, what? Like, what do you what do you do in in times of in terms of something like this? That's you know, relations of a different country in in, in a completely different part of the world. Like, what do you, what do you do about that? If you're like you know a Canada or a U.S. or you know, someone like that.
1: No, I feel like the U.S. has tried to police the Middle East before and it did not go well and has never gone well. So although that's
0: the apprehension now, I would imagine. right? Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know how you can kind of just sit on the sideline and watch crimes against you. But that's basically the thing. Happen. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm exactly. It's like yeah we did that with a guy called hitler and like look how that turned out <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like we kind of just watched on the sidelines until it's like okay russia's kind of getting their ass beat right now like let's we, we might have to step in real quick and make sure yeah. like he doesn't take over the world
1: i don't know <laughs> i mean I this isn't like, that
0: same scale i would say but you know
1: this i feel like this is just more like noticeable though because like we you talked about china i think last week and like the u.s hasn't intervened there and they are doing True. some for for, I'm sure purely economic and uh and other and other reasons so it's like I feel like we've stood on we've stood on the sideline as a country many times as atrocities have happened overseas so I don't really know what role what role we should necessarily play
0: yeah I don't I don't I don't I don't understand it um and that's that's kind of why I felt very conflicted posting on on social media about this because it's like okay, we can all bring attention to it, which is okay, step one. Um, you can donate. I'm not really sure kind of how that helps truly. I mean, it helps with, you know, life-saving. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, that is a big help. If, it, if it's helping with life-saving, you know, materials and, and things like that. But sometimes you even wonder, like, is this even reaching these people? I mean, how, how like, who's really boots on the ground there to, to kind of right. deliver these resources that you're trying to help with by, you know, quote-unquote, throwing money at the issue. Um, Not to, you know, speak ill of monetary donations, but uh, I feel like that's what I would be doing if I did hypothetically try and donate or find a fund or something like that. And then once you get past that and it's in such a different area of the world, I can't round up a group of people to go down to to Israel and put it. You know what I mean? It's it doesn't feel like the protests up here where it's like, okay, you can action and get in the streets and and do something and kind of. mobilize. It, it feels like you have to, it's one of those moments where you almost have to rely on your government to, to do something because the problem is just too big and too far. And, you know, if, if the government isn't going to do anything, how, how, how do we, how do the individual people kind of even help with this situation? I don't know. It's just so, it's so weird when it comes to foreign relations and you're seeing these things going on. I mean, I guess the only thing you can do is speak out against and, and put pressure on your government, but it's like, you know, you put pressure on your government and they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: (laughs) So this makes me realize I'm so much in my own world too. Like I have, I just do not know a whole lot. I feel like of what's happening around me other than kind of like within within the united states but there's a lot going on in the
0: u.s though like in like you know what i mean yeah. like there's almost a, there's already enough on our plates here that we don't have solved of course that doesn't justify turning your back on anyone but no. it's like it, i can understand how someone would be wrapped up in what's going on in the united states like what's going on in the u.s is insane you yeah. know what i mean like we had like f- like five mass shootings in the past like year <laughs> you know crazy police brutality all these protests all this you know, political corruption, Donald Trump, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a lot going on here. Yeah. (laughs) So So that's,
1: that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. know. Most of the, most of the stuff that I think I would, I'd be able to say about, and it's just like, I'm not educated enough on this to like, actually, I feel like speak to it strongly. If, if I do say anything, it's probably echoing platitudes that I've either heard on Instagram or from other people. Like I don't, I don't know. And I don't want platitude is disrespectful, but like,
0: other echoing sentiments you've you know seen what I mean? elsewhere. Yeah, exa- that's the this is I'm wrong for. yes yeah echoing. i agree yeah, yeah, it is yeah. wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um but it's like i don't know it's it and and this is the the thing we always run into with these issues on this show of like you know how do you actually make a difference with it how do you actually put forth solutions and you know for something like this is this just a cycle of okay well palestinians just get brutalized every five years or every few years or whatever interval it is between crazy aggression and that's just kind of what it is i don't know i i, I don't understand i'm not sure where we kind of come at the us i mean where we kind of come into this equation and what we can do i mean the the, the obvious answer would be okay well if you're killing innocent people then you have to be stopped by force because clearly you're not going to stop if we just say hey stop it um you're gonna have to put people on the ground and 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 almost basically play protector for um the the palestinians and and intervene with what's going on down there and say okay well i'm not really going for what's what's going on down here so you guys have to figure it out but it's not going to involve killing killing innocent children um but then uh, to your point the u.s sits back and watch so many other atrocities happen right and you know, in, in many instances, funds the 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 aggressing side, and as I have seen, I don't know the research behind this, but I have seen some people saying like, no, like we're on Israeli side. Like as a country, we kind of support Israel. You know, it's we're not really that Palestinian. Is the case. Yeah, you know, we're not really Palestinian backers. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like our friend, quote unquote, or associate is is brutalizing someone else. You know, are are we going to step in? Are we going to say, well, you know. Uh, you know our hands are kind of tied we don't want to mess up relation i don't know it's just and when you get into thinking about that and, and that's going to stop you know it's messed
1: up yeah,
0: yeah that's going to stop you know 10 year old five year old kids from being killed in, an, in another country you know it's not going to put a stop to that and that's just going to keep happening because we kind of allow it to it's just like man it's
1: It's a China thing, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what 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 we do to prevent, I guess, economic calamity is is really interesting and kind of how these the world is kind of just barely hanging on onto this balance beam, and if one domino gets pushed over, I think yeah, the it's just the ripple effect. I think is absolutely enormous.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And I wish I had more of like a positive way to bookend this, but I I, I kind of feel like that's it. You know what I mean? Like I I kind of feel like there's there's like that's the situation. The that's, the options that I that agree. can be had are out there, and we're just not going to do them. Probably you know we're probably not going to intervene here.
1: No, yeah, and that's why I think it's hard. Like I, nothing that I've seen makes anything that Israel has done look look right good or morally justifiable in any way whatsoever so that's mm-hmm. what makes it i think so i like normally i feel like there's some there's some gray area and we can kind of like look in between the lines on a lot of things and that makes conversation a little bit more i don't know there's just a little bit more there you can take Dialogue, a, bit a yeah. bigger bite out of that but this is just like once again i feel like it's just one of those pretty pretty shut <laughs> one side is killing of. another
0: side are you gonna stop it no
1: Yeah, it seems very black and white to me. Like, I don't know. I'm sure there is a lot of between the lines that I am just not well versed in. But based on what I have seen, it seems very black and white.
0: But I mean, and this kind of presents the point of when do we jump in? You know, like if they're rounding up Israeli individuals and and lining them up in a fire squad, is that what gets you to is get you to jump in if they're they're gassing them you know World War Two style is that what gets you to to get up and and say oh no now this is going too far you know is it's a certain number of deaths that we're looking at to say oh we have to intervene now I mean I I don't know like what is the jumping off point point? Um, and maybe have we already reached it I, I just don't know I, I I just keep thinking about World War Two and that scenario of that we kinda the world kinda just watched what was going on in Germany and as you know thousands of Jews were being killed and we were like well Eh, yeah, you know, know and and nothing happened and we saw how that yeah. escalated and of course not every situation is going to be like that but it's just i don't know and when situations like this arise I, I don't know what the best practice is i feel, I feel like that I don't is remember, above this is like a united my pay nations grade thing. man I, I feel like this is like a united nations type like call or conference that needs to be held of like the entire world kind of getting on being like okay that's kind of wrong but at the same time you know, if certain bigger countries did this, i.e. China, like everyone kind of does turn a buy not because like, OK, well, that's China, though. You know what I mean? Like you. Like, what do I do about that guy? I don't know.
1: I got to get my foreign policy wherewithal up a little bit. I think
0: foreign policy is a really interesting thing um, and just kind of the interconnectedness of the world from a political standpoint. Um crazy crazy stuff but that's we just had felt like we had to at least talk about it right you know don't want to like pretend like it's not happening um and and we did that and if anyone does kind of have like a a next step that can be followed or ideas I would, I would love to hear it honestly of kind of what should be happening in right now and 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 what steps to make tell steps to get there actually yeah um yeah I would I would be interested to hear
1: I'd like additional insight as well if anybody would want to provide that because I really do have and i, I suggest you look into it. I was gonna say um, I'm there's, gonna a, there's do a few similar.
0: YouTube videos out there kind of like covering the topic. Yeah. Of course that's surface level. Um I this think feels, there's also ones you can find of more long standing probably battles, but it's it's interesting from the little bit that I went into. I was like, Wow, okay. Yeah, like no, this feels that's like what's some, actually going on. Yeah, this
1: feels something that I think deserves more of a deep uh like a deep dive as to actually what what gets very is coming on yeah
0: so enjoy that uh that 10 hour reading session or whatever that's jesus. gonna end up being i guess okay yeah. uh, like i said this goes back for like years and years and years and it's like where do you even like are we going back to like biblical times of you know who was here first and who actually inhabited like that's what like that's the level of stuff that's being argued over right now oh,
1: like jesus days like that kind of
0: i i'm i i borderline want to say yes Because I think, you know, the religions are probably differing in terms of who truly deserves the land, quote unquote. I feel like that's an aspect here. And I'm not sure if that's what catalyzed this in particular. Probably not. It's probably, you know, something in the last hundred years or so or a couple hundred years. But I feel like traditionally and even going back further back than those hundred years, like I feel like there's a religious component to this of, you know, we're not supposed to like these people. Like this land is ours type of deal. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure about that. Correct me if I'm wrong and I could be spewing false news, but I, I feel like that's an aspect here. And when you get into that, it's like that now that opens up a whole new can of worms of like, okay, well now it's religious beliefs. Now these people believe they're in the right and you can't really you're not gonna be able to stop that. There's no convincing, you know, uh people who are that entrenched, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, religion has led to a lot of death, but that is a podcast for another podcast day. For another day
0: indeed so that's been the transition episode 58 apologies for the, the sour note but like I said we kind of had to cover it um, I, if you want some happiness go back and re-listen to the first half of the show where we talked about yeah. some really interesting music check out last week's pod where we talked about even more interesting music um, and make sure you stay tuned for next week's pod where we're going to talk about all the music that we missed um, make sure to follow the transition underscore pod for all the weird and wonderful stuff we do over there hope you enjoyed this one peace